morning. It is Thursday, September 7th. My apologies for not being around yesterday. Didn't do the newsletter. I was traveling. I'm in Dallas in what seems to be a uh, porn hotel. I am lit by LED lighting. That's why I look so pale, so bad. Plus, I'm missing my wisdom teeth. But here is, look, I was just showing this. That's over the bed. That is a paintbrush with a picture frame over it. And yeah, you got it. Those are um, concrete ceiling. And then you've got a um, floor to ceiling mirror over there. And you cannot tell me that a porno hasn't been shot over there. Now, the room is huge. This is the Lorenzo Hotel, but it's an Instagram hotel. So I was traveling all day yesterday. There you go. Uh, <clears throat> let's talk about yesterday. It was a bit of a bloodbath. Um, here is the. Uh, S&P heat map, you can see Apple down 3.58, NVIDIA down 3%. Uh, Apple continues to be down. Google down almost 1%. Um, we'll kind of go over Meta down 0.33. You did have some some good spots. Oil was up. Uh, Visa was up. Berkshire Hathaway was up. <clears throat> you can see some big ones. Walmart was up. But let's talk about SPY. Here's SPY. And SPY, we talk about that nine-day being key for momentum. You see, yesterday's morning candle was red. Then you had an inside candle in the afternoon, <clears throat> which usually means a, a bit of a bull, <clears throat> a bullish sentiment. Sorry about my voice. Um, but you've got this gap up here. And, and we what happened was exactly what happened with um, uh, SMCI. If, if we talk about SMCI, um, that one was it hit the gap and then rejected. Well, we see this hit the gap on September 1st, got rejected. So the gap is still in play, um, but we may see some downside on, on the side of this. This is the, the, the case for higher for longer. Essentially, what you're doing is you're taking your bond rates, which are at 5 4 6%, whatever you invest in, whether it's short-term or long-term, and those are safe investments. And what people are doing, are take, they, they're taking their money out of uh, risky investments, which is the stock market and equities. And they're putting it into bonds because people will be happy with 5 and 6% return if we are going into a recession. Now, they're not going to be happy if the market continues to rally. But here's QQQ. Same thing. We went into the gap, almost filled it, um, and, and we're, we're now, now down below the nine-day. So I'd be careful investing here at this point. Uh, is it a buy the dip? Maybe, um, but one that that probably isn't buy the dip. And it hurts me to say it's Apple. And we talked about this gap again. You've got a gap in Apple, and this gap was at 190. We saw it, you know, kind of quote unquote fill almost. It goes up to 190.05. We got to 190. Uh, looks like 190.12. Um, but 191.05 is where the gap goes up to. So it's a dollar. It didn't fill it by a dollar. But uh, Apple, uh, China restricted their uh, government employees from even holding the phone or bringing the phone into government offices. Um, I talked to my friend who said, hey, this is not a big deal, but because Apple uh, iPhones are status symbols. Uh, yesterday, it was reported that they just would restrict the usage in government buildings. Today, it's being reported that they aren't even allowed to bring them into government uh, buildings. 
So my friend from China had said, hey, uh, people will just carry two phones. Well, that's not going to be the case. They're going to have to have an Android phone and an Apple phone. And for a lot of people who can't carry the Apple phone, what's the point of the Apple phone? Um, this is probably China uh, doing some type of uh, retaliation against the U.S. for their restrictions, blah, 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 the whole thing. Apple is down another 3% pre-market. It's at 177. Do I think you should buy here? There's the 200-day, and it's, it's at 180. If we look at a long-term of this one, we go to a weekly. Uh, you're not even at the 50-day. If you're going to test the 50-day, it's going to be at 160. And when you test that 50-day, you can see back here in June 2022, you can see January 2023 when we hit lows, <clears throat> and even in the, the October lows in 2022 when you were down at 140. That could be where you're going. Now, they have a lot of catalysts coming up. So me, I'm probably trimming a little. This is a little bit dangerous. I'll trim in my retirement account, but I'll, I'll look to buy back a little bit. Um, I may trim in my brokerage account just because, again, it's a little bit dangerous here. Uh, you guys know I don't like to sell Apple. I sold my first Apple last year um, for some gains. I think I sold around 140 or so. So I, I didn't do a great job. It was in December. If we just look at December, it was around 145, 146, somewhere around there. Uh, we got down to 120. I didn't rebuy. Uh, other than dividend repurchases, I did. Uh, repurchase in, in the dividend here uh, in February. So, but that was around one fifty or so. Um, it's about a thousand dollars I get in dividend, two thousand dollars in dividends. I don't know how much, um, but this isn't just a normal dip. So, be careful with this one. Now, Amazon. Amazon was down yesterday. You can see Amazon still got kind of getting that button hook. You're below the nine day right now. In pre market, you're kind of flat down 0.12. Uh, there's uh, worries about the uh, Lena Khan and the FTC uh, a lawsuit against Amazon. Here's my thought on this. Lena Khan has, and the FTC have not won these types of lawsuits. They've brought them. They've lost them. Look at Activision Blizzard. Um, look at the Microsoft. Uh, or there were a couple of other ones too that she brought uh, against big tech. She hasn't won these. So they're being overly aggressive, unnecessarily aggressive. So I don't think Amazon's going to agree to anything. But here are the two outcomes. The first one is Amazon gets broken up. The good news for investors is Amazon probably is worth more broken up because you're going to break out AWS. So if you break out AWS, it's actually worth more money broken up to me than it is together. So there's a positive if she wins and you break up. And again, you're talking years, years for a lawsuit like this to play out. Uh, the second thing that, that Lena Khan has, if she doesn't win, then Amazon's just the same Amazon. And it's a strong AI player. It's a strong retail player. It's a strong AWS player. Uh, they're getting in sports with uh, Thursday night football. Um, they're a really, really good powerhouse. Now, it's expensive. Go over here to Finviz, and we can look at Amazon. Uh, the PE is 107. Forward PE is 42. So they're going to need to continue to to uh, to drive those earnings. So I wouldn't be necessarily worried about that. Between Apple and Amazon, I would be more worried about Apple's exposure in China. 
one-fifth of the Apple revenue comes from China. That is a major, major, it's, I think it's only behind the U.S., but one-fifth of its actual revenue comes from China. So here's the thing about Apple that you have to know about Apple. If you're going to add Apple, you're in for a ride. I mean, you know, in large quantities, I should say. From an overall standpoint, if you look at a weekly and we just drag this back, are you upset that you, you know, you invested here in October 2018 at 55 when it dipped down to 36? You were for what? October uh, to January? Yeah. Were you upset if you bought in uh, January 2020 right before COVID at 77 and it dipped down to 54? You were. You know, were you upset in August uh, 2020 when you uh, invested at 128 and it dipped down to 100? You were. But again, my point is this is a powerhouse of a company. At some point, this doesn't continue. This gets pulled back to the 200-day here at 132, and we use the 200-day instead of the 50-day. But right now, you're using that 50-day as its pullback. And, and in my mind, you get pulled back to about 161, uh, the 160s. But don't try and time it. If you're looking to get in there, don't try and time it. That would be my take on this one. Uh, but Amazon, I, I wouldn't worry about it. I talked about AI being kind of the, the big earnings player that I wanted to take a look at. Uh, AI is down 10%. Um, they announced their earnings super weak, uh, pulled back on forward estimates. Uh, they basically said, hey, we're not sure we're going to make the money that we did. This was 100% a hype play. Remember I told you this company. They were an energy company that went to an Internet of Things company that went to an AI company. So these guys have changed the game. And when the CEO is on uh, CNBC talking about AI has a chatbot window, you don't want that. You don't want that at all. Let me go to the small head. Uh, you don't want that. I mean, come on. Come on. It, it, it's a total, total uh, just joke. So I'd be careful with this company. I've said, hey, trade this one. Uh, it doesn't have a, a, a buy right now. You're going to see it open up at about 28, which on this uh, chart is down in this area. You're going to see a gap down. Because they announced um, week forward earnings, I'd be careful of thinking, hey, it's a gap play. But you are below the 200-day. And, and traditionally this year when you've gotten below that 200-day, you've gotten hyped back up. So if we are in a bull market, you could probably, uh, you know, push this one up to this gap at 41. <clears throat> I'd be very careful of it. But uh, again, I wanted to bring that one up. IONQ, our favorite quantum uh, computer a company that Brandon always talks about. Uh, this is at 19. It, I mean, it's from 14 here, the buy on August 22nd. That's been a crazy, crazy good buy. Um, it's up at 19.58 in pre-market. You're down one 1.43 percent uh, at 19.30. You're in this ascending wedge. You're above that that nine day, the 21 day. Your 50 day is starting to turn positive. Your 200 day is staying positive. This one it just realized, oh my god, it's expensive. This is 100 percent just a speculative play. They're losing 113 million dollars. They have cash on hand, dollar 89 per share. They have 200 shares outstanding, so they have 200 million, but they're losing 100 million a year. They might have to do a, a capital raise uh, at some point in time, but 
I think you're okay in this one. It's just been hyped up. You can see all of these trend lines that are, that are happening here. I do think that, you know, uh, trend spiders ascending wedge up here is the, the right thing. You're, you're looking for your support around 17. If you pull back, you're looking for your support around 17. Um, Dexcom, I've been talking about this one. Uh, this is the diabetes monitor. And we've talked about getting back up here to 125 and being that. Well, if you bought at 101, like I said, around 100, you definitely dipped down. Did you dip down below 100? Nah, you did. You got down to 98.02 right here on August 29th. But 101, are, are you upset buying here at 106? I don't think so. I think it's kind of coming back. Let's look at uh, some of the news stories. ODXCM. Um, some of the news story. Remember, the average analyst price target is 149. And it hasn't been updated, so you can see it's back in 2022. Um, uh, fears of more rate hikes. That That's essentially, it, this is an article about uh, higher for longer, but you can see yesterday, 6.53. Let's see. Let's see what Dexcom, the news on Dexcom was. Um, Dexcom shares jumped six after the maker of continuous glucose monitoring devices indicated use of CGMs increased when patients took weight loss drugs. Uh yeah. CGMs. I have no idea what that does, but it's good news. It's good news. So Dexcom, we talked about um, this one. I, I think you get back to 120. I think this is a nice one to buy. I'm probably going to add to it. My father owns a lot of this one. Um, he's been playing that 125 line that, that's up there. So I, I do think this one's an opportunity. GameStop, uh, which is a, a, a shot at the past. This one announced a smaller than expected loss. Uh, it is up 4.85%. I would not invest in it. It was just announced narrower losses, narrower losses than expected and no new, new executives. So yeah. Um, Damon asked me about how I got all the tools that I use, like, um, TrendSpider, uh, Active Trader Pro. Um, those are my core ones that I use, you know, Finviz, all that. How did I find them? Blah, blah, blah. He, he mentioned it on the newsletter. And if you're not subscribed to the newsletter, here's the newsletter. It's dailystockpick.substack.com. You can get the newsletter. It's completely free. There are some paid uh, educational stuff. Um, this Labor Day, I gave a bonus, some long-term portfolio management strategies, um, how one size doesn't fit all, how you can't just copy me and, and, and be done with it. Um, but that's one newsletter. Tom Lee says September will be a huge month. That was the newsletter before we saw yesterday's bloodbath. I think we pull back. I think uh, September does continue the bull market, um, but higher for longer is, is, is there. But if you want to sign up, it's dailystockpick.substack.com. If you want any of the links that you hear in this or you want to join Weeble, uh, you want TrendSpider, you want the newsletter, Visible, $20 off your first month, Savvy Trader, where I've got two portfolios that you can follow for free, completely for free. Um, the the Linktree, L-I- L-I-N-K-T-R-E-E, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E, slash daily stock pick. Um, that's where you're at, and you can follow me. Again, Savvy Traders got got these two portfolios. Those are 30-day, um, but yeah, completely free. And Savvy Trader is a great place to track your trades. Um, but where I get my tools, I answered in the newsletter, I answered uh, uh, Damon on this one. Um, let's see. Uh, Damon commented. Here it is, the the comment. 
Oh, let's go to the comment. Uh, what do you do in the beginning to find your tools, websites you use for in the market? Like I've been trying different websites and different things to make the process as easy as possible. I was just curious what path you had. I told him, I said, listen, it's trial and error. Uh, you find something that somebody else says on Twitter. Uh, Savvy Trader, I found from Bradley Ferguson, the stock nerd. Um, I found that on, and, and just as I was trying to look for journals, and it's a great trading journal. This allows you to basically put your trades in here. So you can see the trading portfolio, the history. And basically when you purchase something, the reason you purchase it. When you sell something, the reason you sell it. You know, I got a 17.56% gain on TQQQ. Uh, this was because I got COVID and I hit my goals of 10%. And I thought it was pulling back and it did pull back. So, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, purchased eight shares at $435 on Netflix. You can see um, a lot of my stuff is down. I'm up 0.43 on, on, on NVIDIA. Uh, DraftKings, I'm up 6.44%. Um, Shopify, I'm up 16%. Palantir, I'm up 6%. Um, Sedge, I'm down 39%. MCI, I'm down 1%. I'll be adding to that. Meta, under 300 Get it. Uh, Uber, I'm down 4% on. PayPal, I'm down 8% on. So it, it depends on your size on this one. AMD, I'm down 1.33. Uh, DraftKings is 13% of my portfolio. NVIDIA is 14% of my full portfolio. Uh, Netflix, I'm up on. That's 8% of my portfolio. Sedge, uh, the, the really, um, the, the big buy, it's 2% of my portfolio. I've lost 40% on it, but it's 2% of my portfolio. So one of the things that I will tell you is Weeble, uh, this Basically, if you use the link that's down below, Weeble, I've got um, uh, their tool, their desktop tool. Uh, if you look at uh, trading, do, 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 promotion, platforms, um, let's see, web trading. Web trading, desktop native. That's the desktop native software. Uh, I have started to use this one a little bit more than Active Trader Pro. Uh, so if you want to put money into Weeble, you can get free stocks. Um, if you invent, put in as little as $3 and I like Weeble over Robin, Robin hood because you don't have to, uh, pay to get your money out. But the link down below allows you that. And this desktop software, I think I'm going to start using it more than I actually use the, uh, active trader pro. So just something interesting that I thought I would bring up, uh, since Damon asked about it, Tristan from Spotify asked something. Uh, hey, great episode. I've come across a stock that I'd like you to hear talk about, Jupiter Wellness. They seem to have a great product coming out. What are your thoughts on this small cap? Jupiter Wellness. So the, the symbol is J-U-P-W. And I was looking at this one before. And I think, so here's the thing. They may have a great product coming out. This um, jump here, and, and I'm using Finviz right now. We'll go into Transbiter in a little bit. But this jump right here from $0.33 cents to $1.33, great trade if you got it. But what caught my eye is the short interest here on Finviz, 13% uh, short interest, which is huge. That, to me, indicates this isn't a product rise. This is 100% a short squeeze. Uh, They're losing $12 million. They have cash on hand of $0.29. Cents. So they have 26 million shares outstanding. Let's just see. What's 0.29 times 26 million? 
It's $7,540,000. million on hand. $7 million on cash on hand. What are they losing? $12 million. So they may have a great product. They're not making money. That's the problem that you have with this one, Tristan, is it's, it's, it's just a short squeeze. You can see they hired a lawyer, um, uh, unauthorized tagging of its stock. Uh, Jupiter Wellness, as CEO, they hired a new COO. So they've got some management changes. I, I wouldn't touch this one. Uh, October 25th of last year, uh, there was a bunch of buys at 90 cents, 83 cents. It wasn't a ton. I mean, come on. From a director, you get what? $150,000 worth of purchases. It's not huge. I mean, that's symbolic, but it's not huge. These guys aren't going poor with $150,000 of buys. So I would probably stay away with it, but but from a short squeeze, I would say you trade this one. Um, right now, you can see uh, it just got a buy here at $1.21. Just realize with small caps, with the float that you have, uh, it's just like um, uh, VFS. And we'll go over VFS right after this because VFS is the same thing. You just don't have... The, the shares that are floated out there. So hooking up a buyer and seller is tough. So if you're going to trade this one, I would trade it on short time frames. You can see the algorithm got you out with a 221% gain. Great trade on this one. Great ident identifying this one. I have a feeling it's retail. Typically when people call me up and, and say, hey, I've got a great stock for you, um, and, and they suggest something, it's retail. And they heard about it from, you know, <clears throat> Billy down on the street corner at the gas station who's been, you know, flipping cards at them as they uh, exit the store. And, and you know, hey, my grandmother told me about this uh, Jupiter Wellness. Yeah. So that's typically what, what I see. VFS we talked about. I mean, this is in the same kind of category where VFS just kind of exploded. You're down 5% at 23. If you got this one at 80 Say you bought this at 80. Yeah, you ain't getting back to 80. I mean, it may at some point in time, but it's going to take a long time to get back there. This was retail hype. Look at the volume. The volume's trending downward. That's going to be tough to get back. Um, so let's look at some scans now that I did. Uh, and a lot of inverse um, ETFs got, got cross-ups. Uh, SDS, which is ultra short of the S&P 500. 34.54, probably coming up to this 200-day at 36 if we continue this downslide. Um, the mega caps that you see, Microsoft, Amazon, all of those companies that are going down, they're bringing this market down. SPXU, which is an ultra pro short of the S&P 500. This one got across up here at $10.69. If you like this list of uh, levered ETFs, it's in TrendSpider. Sign up for TrendSpider. I give you this list. I give you all my watch lists. I give you all my scanners. I give you the algorithms that, that, that you can get. Um, you just missed the Labor's A sale, which is about $400 a year, people. Huge response. Uh, if I haven't gotten to you, I will get to you um, with the welcome letter that includes all the links so you can import and you can trade like me. If you haven't gotten that yet, I will get to you. Uh, it has been a long few days of travel. Um, and, and, and just things, you know, I like to take the, the holiday as well, but SPXU is one $10 and 69 cents that 200 days up here at 11.62. Remember 10% gain is what you're looking at in these levered ETFs. 
You don't want to be greedy. SDAO, which is short the Dow. Ultra Pro short, triple levered, short on the Dow. 24.09, the 200-day is starting to turn positive, which is dangerous in a short Ultra Pro, but you're only at 24.49. I don't know that I'd necessarily look at this one. Uh, this one being short the Dow. The Dow just has been a down performer, so I, I probably wouldn't trade this one. I'd go with the uh, S&P 500. Uh, DRV, which is the real estate bear. This is the, the three times levered real estate bear, 5158. This is this is a good, pretty good one. I mean, you know, you got the the top, the most recent top here in August at fifty four. That's almost ten percent, probably eight, seven, eight percent. But DRV got a cross up. Uh, An interesting one. Let's look at our DPST, which is triple lever the regional banks. Um, this one had a buy here at sixty three. You're still in, but it's down at sixty one. So the regional banks look like they've been holding strong right around that two hundred day. Uh, one that I do trade sometimes <clears throat> for some rebounds is Chewy. Uh, this one's flat in pre-market. It got across up here at 2521. The reason I wanted to bring it up is because you can see this gap in earnings. It gapped down from 27 to 25. The dangerous part of this stock is that it has rarely gone up without hype. <clears throat> this one gapped up on earnings the last time. Gapped down on earnings this time. When it gapped up on earnings, look at what it did after its earnings. You got a 4% gain right there. Then you covered that gap all the way down. All the way down, you went past that gap. So do I think that this one gets back to 27, gets you 10%? I think it could be, uh, but you could have one of these fake outs as well. You can see plenty of times it got you uh, faked out. Now, the algorithm does outperform. It loses you 19% versus losing 67% for two years if you bought and held the stock. So this is a trading stock. 33% wins. Your average win is 9.48. That's why I like to trade this one. It's a good one there. Another one in the S&P 500 that got a um, uh, a cross-up. I think it was the S&P 500. Royal Caribbean. Royal Caribbean got a cross-up, and you can see it's kind of capitulating there. Uh, 98, 98, it's at 98, 88 right now. It's a little bit extended. You're above that 200 day. You've had this rise from 60 all the way up to 107. Then you've kind of slid. It's just come back. I mean, this, it, this is just expensive. They're sold out. The ships are completely sold out. Um, but they're losing $56 million. Uh, it's up a hundred percent this year. This stock is up a hundred percent. Cruises are back. People are going on there. Uh, another one that I talked about last week where I, I wouldn't, still wouldn't invest in is Dollar Tree. Um, these, the margins are shrinking. You know, the, 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 the lower end of the economic spectrum with shops at Dollar Tree, they're getting squeezed. People are worried about their incomes. Even though your RSI is down here at 25, do I want to take a chance at 117? I would much rather take a, take a DEX comp. Take a chance at Dexcom at 106, getting up to this 200-day at 120 with positive news. Then Dollar Tree, just hoping that it comes back. That's my thought on it. Okay, uh, so let's talk about some of the stuff. Again, TrendSpider, if you want 25% off, just click on that. Uh, plans and pricing. Remember, we're coming off the Labor Day sale where it was $500 for the year. It's now $780 for the year. Uh, you can skip the trial. And still play close to $400 at 468 
that's an additional 440% off. So if you do that, if you want just monthly, just click that link, try it for, for free for seven days. It's $79 a month. Um, they will have a Black Friday sale. They will have more sales, I'm sure. But if you want 25% off and you don't worry about the, the money off, then go ahead and get this. Honestly, even at $780, you'll save the money with my algorithm and stuff like that. Uh, the next one we talked about, Savvy Trader. Go and follow me on Savvy Trader. Join Weeble. This second link right here, there's no reason not to join Weeble. Like Fran says, even on uh, YouTube right now, he says, yeah, the platform on Weeble, really, really good. I love their Monday summaries that they send me in the mobile app. Love the mobile app. <clears throat> I like trading. You can trade crypto on Weeble. Uh, it's not the best, but you can trade crypto. So, uh, yeah. There you go. If you want $20 off your phone bill, visible service, which is what I have, which is half the time what I'm streaming on when I'm on the road because hotel Wi-Fi sucks. Um, but yeah, yeah, I love that one. Uh, if you make money, remember if you bought Shopify, we're hugely up on Shopify. I mean, Shopify has been a really good one. Um, Shopify, we bought way down here at 55, 56, we're up at 65, I mean, within a month. So yeah, you do have a gap here. Um, between 60 and 63 that might come into play. So, um, yeah, yeah. Anything you want, but if you want to uh, tip me on uh, any of the Shopify stuff, I got my uh, Venmo, PayPal, Cash App, anything that you want. Uh, there's another Weeble link if you want to do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. So if you have any questions, hit me up. My email's up here, private Facebook group. Okay, guys, I am out because I am going to work. I'll talk to you guys later.